Welcome to Home Bazooka, the video game podcast. We are proud to be part of the Outhousers.com. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. I'm El Blanco Gigante, and joining me is Doomy Doomer and Charles. <laughs> That's good, yeah. Crap, I'm, I'm sorry, I forgot already. This week we're going to be talking about Pokemon and Dishonored 2. Gentlemen, what's going on? How are you today? So far, so good. Good, 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 good. I guess, Doomy, we should get Dishonored 2 out of the way first. Yeah, let's do that. And then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll roll into Pokemon. All right, so that came out, what, last week? Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how, well, how do you, how do you feel about the game? You're pretty far into it, right? Like Mission 7, 6, something like that? Uh, I'm on Mission 6. I'm in, I'm in the Dust District. That's exactly where I am, too, so that's a good, good place to be, I guess. Yeah, I just, I just started there. Okay. Um. Now that I got my save to load. So, or, yeah, so you, you liked the first one, Dishonored 1, and I did, too. I actually loved that. Loved the first one. Exactly, yeah, and I, I remember playing that thing, uh, stealth, non-lethal, and then it brutally lethal. <laughs> No, I was just all lethal. Yeah, all lethal all day. Well, I, I mean, I, I played it so much. I just, I remember playing it back to back because I loved it so much. I just want to keep going back and, and playing it. And I don't necessarily feel that way about this one. No. Um, you know what? I think it's a lot of the different bugs I've come across that are just like putting me yeah. off. You know. Um, yeah, there are some. There are some. Well, it could be worse. It could be an Ubisoft game. Well, you know, it, it's funny. <laughs> exactly, it, it reminded me of uh, an Ubisoft game. You know, the different things, um, like in Assassin's Creed, where the bugs are just horrendous. It's not that bad, but uh, I was gonna say it's not Unity bad. It's not. No. Oh God. No. It's got some bugs like. What's that? Oh, what's that? You have to actively try to be that bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you do. It's kind of got some Assassin's Creed. Black flag style bug. Well, I like you know what I like that it feels like Dishonored still. Like they didn't change the formula Mm-mm. much at all. Yeah, it does. Um, I like the fact that there's two characters now, and I'm gonna go back and play it again as the other character. Yeah, you can play Emily or you can play Corvo. Corvo, as, right? Corvo. I think you have to really play Emily because the story seems to revolve more around her. I think Corvo is there just for everybody to you know still be able to play you know Corvo. have that you know. Um, continuation from the first like if you still wanted to you know be as corvo because their powers are a little different which is nice too the fact that they're not the same it would, mm-hmm. it would be no there'd be no point of going back and playing again as the other character if it was exactly the same um so i, I really like that i like the way it looks i think it's like really beautiful um i thought the first one was good looking but you know i was playing it on a 360 at the time and i think it, by that point it's showing its age uh, and, and this game to me looks really good. Just like standing still and looking at all the architecture and the art direction they used, looks great. Oh yeah, I I, I think they did, I I think it did a great job on all that, especially the Clockwork Mansion. Yeah, that was really cool. How many times did you get uh, crushed? Like, none. Really? I I purposely got crushed. I would go to in oh. between walls as they were moving and get squished. <laughs> oh, I would run, slide, or like you know vault over them real quick. I was like woo. <laughs> yeah. So okay, the the bugs I'm encountering really are just annoyances. They don't they don't break the game in any way so far. Well, I did fall through the board once. You, oh, that's right, you did. That happened <laughs> right in the game. beginning. I was like, whoa. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's par for the course these days. Yeah. Clipping through the board there. Um. But okay. So the bugs I've come across are like contextual. 
Okay. I'll be standing next to a guy, like, like in his pockets. You know, my hands are in his pockets or whatever, and it still doesn't give me the kill or subdue icons. Mm. <laughs> I'm breathing <laughs> on his neck. That's how close I am. And I, I still Hi. get those. I don't get those contextual. Nice. So um, I've noticed that is really annoying. Um, also, her. I don't. I want to call it blink, but what is it called for her? Oh, reach. Reach. Okay. Her reach thing doesn't always work right. Like it, the the icon will show you either you know, you're going to land on the face or the the base of something, or you can climb it. Right. Those are the two mm -hmm. or three different things you're going to get. And it'll show me a climb, and I'll I'll do the the reach. And you get the arrow. Yep. Pointing up that you're going to. Okay. Correct. And uh, it she just falls like a piece of shit. <laughs> she just falls. Yeah. Okay, I haven't had that one yet. Really. That I haven't had. Oh, I haven't had her showed me the arrow and she'd fall anyway. Well, that's what I'm saying. Um, the what I would get was I would I would you know be looking ahead and I would pull like the uh, for the reach uh -huh. and it would just drop straight in front of me. I'm like, um, oh, that's okay. that's okay. See, I I haven't had. It's almost like there's a magnet. So like you know you, you tilt the camera back and it goes it snaps out all the way. I'm like, oh, okay, huh? Interesting. Like, my, reach has, my reach has ED. Sometimes it's really far too, like you really get it out there. And other times it's like, nope, you can't, <laughs> you can't go anywhere but like five feet in front of you. Yeah, well, yeah, but I don't know if that's really a bug or if that's just a, you know, like Corvo's um, blink was just uh, was a lot. Uh, it was better, hands down. Well, yeah, because you could, you could, yeah, it was better. It was better. I do think it's, I do think her reach is kind of cool, you know, even though it's not the same as blink. And I do like her shadow walk. Right. Yep. I yeah, dig it. I do think that's. I think that's kind of fun. And when you can grab people as a shadow. I actually haven't even used it for that. I've used her shadow walk, the same way I would use Corvo's um, possession of a rat. Mm -hmm. Goes through the pipes. Yeah. Shit like that. Events rather. Um, yeah. So that stuff aside, the other thing I noticed was, for whatever reason, Bethesda just really seems to want you to murder everybody. <laughs> you sure it's Bethesda, not Arcane? You know, it, it would be arcane since Bethesda is just a publisher. But I say mm -hmm. Bethesda because it seems like every new Bethesda game, they don't want you to do non-lethal. They want you to be like highly lethal, like Fallout Four. You know. Well, I don't know about that. In Fallout Four, I have no ammo ever. That's because so then I can't. I can't be lethal. Yeah, but that's because you've around. been so lethal. They're like, yeah, he poured it on. It's great. Yeah, but there's no ammo anywhere. I'm like, why? God damn it. Yeah. I had the same problem with Fallout 4 to Me the too. point where I just picked up a hammer and just went with it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I was running around with a, the with a crowbar. <laughs> yeah. Or a crowbar? Or a tire iron? Oh, or you, did, like you guys didn't have a Fisto or whatever? Fistomatic or whatever the hell it is? No. I had a hammer that did more, so I stuck with that. Nice. Yeah, that is annoying about that game. And it's a shame because I, I played Fallout 3 to death. Many many hours mm. in that one. I was more of a New Vegas guy. See, I didn't, I couldn't get into that one for uh -oh. some reason. Oh, did I just like say that. something I shouldn't have? No, no, not at all. Doomy <laughs> hates that one. I don't hate it. I just, I don't know. Every time I pick it up to play it, I, I just can't get into it like I could get into the other ones. I don't know why. I'm weird. But it is. Well, people anything... really like that one. They really like New Vegas. Yeah, I didn't play it. You didn't you play the third one. Oh, mine keeps glitching out. Yeah, that's a shame. But going back to Dishonored. I only paid two bucks for it, so. Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not broken. Yeah, so going back to Dishonored. Anything you, 
anything you like about that? I mean, it is, you do get to continue. Well, I wasn't. It I wasn't done pick. complaining. Oh. <laughs> the the thing I, about the whole lethal non lethal thing, I swear to God, I got to a point where I had zero percent lethal on my playthrough in the current mm -hmm. stage, and then it showed like, I guess the entire play of the game, and it had like thirty four okay. kills. And I'm like, I didn't kill anybody. How the fuck did thirty four? How do I have thirty four kills? I didn't kill anybody. Are you sure? Are you sure? Absolutely. Did, did anybody die inadvertently? Well, that's the thing. I've been reading a line. Um, like, if you put people on the rooftop, they could have slid down. Yeah. Fell. Um, and that doesn't mean, like, during the game. Like, during, like, a save. Like, things can move around. So, I think that's probably what happened 34 times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's annoying. Super annoying, because I, I wanted to go 100% non-lethal. Say that's that's why you don't do that. Well, I'm gonna play it again, lethal. I just wanted to play it, you know, super stealthy and non-lethal. That would crush me. I wouldn't be able to go back if I saw that. I'd, I'd probably put it down. Doesn't it like <laughs> it's like blinding rage, Charles? It's like blinding rage, really. It is absolutely. <laughs> you work so hard for something just to have the game throw it back in your face. Yeah, exactly. You get it. See, somebody gets it, Blanco. Well, I didn't have that problem because I just ran through and just stabbed everything. That's because you're judgy. You're too judgy. People, they're like, I'm having a bad day. I'm like, oh, yeah? <laughs> no, I plan on, I, honestly, uh, after I found that out, that they, they fucked me on the stats, I actually was going to be like all lethal at that point. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to continue on my non-lethal path until the end, and I'll play it again. I'm not going to let <laughs> them uh, I'm not gonna let them get to me. There you go. <laughs> you you should see, uh, how I have. there are rats everywhere in my... Uh, in my playthrough. Oh, yeah. Like everywhere. And they're getting bigger. <laughs> they're getting bigger? Dogs. There, there are rats in the game. I'm like, man, they are. That is a big freaking rat. Like, there'll be like, you know, like swarms of them. Uh huh. And then, like, there'll be different ones in there. I'm like, that's a, is that a rat or is that a dog? I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> wow. Oh, they're everywhere. <laughs> they're, I mean, I, I, when I say everywhere, wow. Yeah. Well, the first one did that too. Yeah, it did. That's cool. But I just I didn't notice it as much as this one. This one there's a lot. That's where that sight thing comes in handy. You can see through walls. Yeah. I do like the game though. Um, I'm enjoying myself, other than the few gripes I've had. Um, but they are frustrating gripes. Uh, I'll tell you that. I, I've actually turned it off a couple times hmm. for my frustrations. Well, I can, if you're trying to go for 100% non-lethal, and I can see that being a problem. Yeah, you know, I don't. It doesn't need to be a hundred percent, I suppose. But I would have appreciated some kind of warning or some type of like something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I, I myself personally, playing the character, have not killed anybody. So, if they're being, if they're doing it based on technicality, uh, that's annoying. <laughs> that's why their technicalities are always annoying. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, I'm having a great time in the game, though. I, I, I mean, there's been. A number of times when I didn't realize I was, uh, I, well, you know what, for instance, um, what's there in the, uh, not the Clockwork Mansion, the, uh, the other mansion. The other mansion. With the big hair, the lady with the big hair. Conservatory <laughs> thing, yeah. You know, I, um, I killed off all her witch hordes. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm wandering around by myself and I'm like, you know, I wonder where the hell she is. So, uh, I saw another room to go in. I was like, ooh. I was like, I bet you that's where I go and get those lens things. And I saw there's like a 
ghost hound in, or grave hound in there, and uh, this other, I thought it was another witch. I was like, oh, it's another one. So I ran there. You know, I killed the hounds um, real quick, and then um, I'm fighting her. I'm like, man, she's not going down as fast as I thought. And then I finally like, just, like, did one of those quick, crazy moves where it takes over and kind of, like, does like, an awesome finishing stab. Mm-hmm. I was like, nice! And then it was like, it pops up on the screen, like, you know, that I just killed off whatever the broad, whatever her name was. I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> oh, so she turned into something. No, she didn't turn into anything. I just didn't realize I was fighting the last person on the game in that particular board because I was going to try to do the non-lethal way of taking her down. Well, that's what I mean because when I, it's interesting because uh, did she look crazy? Like, is she on fire before when you were fighting her? Or, or no. she just turned into flames and you killed her? She didn't turn into anything. Oh, I'm misunderstanding. Like, I just ran into the room and just was like, like, stab, 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 stab. Gotcha. She was dead, and I was like, all right, now i got to find those lenses so I can go and kill the, or take down the, the big bitch. She didn't have a big square marker on her? <laughs> Identifying her as part of the mission? I didn't notice if there was. Ah, yes. Should have got those lenses. By the, see better. I was too intrigued by the stabbing. Ah, yes. Yeah, I, I did get the lenses though. Cool. Yeah, I was gonna say I actually grabbed the lenses and I put it in the machine, which blocks her powers from the void. And then she's already dead. Yeah, obviously. Um, but I did that so I didn't have to take out all the other people. They kind of stop when you do that. Which oh, kind of cool. See, I th- th- I told you like something crazy happened. Like when you kill those hound things, they explode. Yeah. Well, there was like a handful of them in the very beginning when I came up the stairs from the elevator. There was. Plus there's a whole they push a whole bunch of these like those um witch broads were right right around there and I was like, holy crap. I you find this like, interesting that we're we're playing the same game, we're in the same exact level, or we were in the same level. And I had a different experience. Like I don't I remember maybe I want to say maybe four total in that entire mansion, four of those those hounds and Really? Yeah. And the witches I mean they were there. I Yeah, if you don't kill if you don't if you you have to if you hit them with your sword and they die, you have to then go back and and then kill their head. They Seriously? Yeah. Oh my god, that's awesome. If, if you shoot them with a crossbow bolt, they explode and that's the end of them, I think. But if you use your sword, you have to cut their head again. Otherwise, they regen after like a uh, sixty seconds or something like that. So like, I had a whole bunch oh, of shit. stuff happening all at once. So finally, like, I I think I I killed. I shot one dog, it goes dog or whatever, and then, like, it blew up and blew up the next one, like, everything just started blowing up, and I fell back down the stairs, like, oh, my God. Awesome. Oh, that's it was, that was fun. I was like, oh, that's like a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> that's cool. Actually, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, Infinite Warfare is like a Michael Bay movie. That's just, everything just blew up at once. I was like, whoa. Uh, okay. Yes, the Call of Duty game that shall not be named. Right. That has twisted the panties of all Call of Duty players. <laughs> it has. <laughs> I don't care what they say. I like it. Yeah, I, I probably like it too. Since everybody else uh, seems to hate it, I would probably like it too. Yeah, well, screw them. <laughs> but overall, I like Dishonored too. I think I, it, it, as you said, it does um, stay true to the original. Yeah. Um, they did a nice job, like upgrading everything. You still have the same. Uh, mechanics and also like you can get right back into it without any kind of crazy learning curves. Um, you do get your cool rune things. You still, you know, the bone charms and all that kind of stuff. So you can like you can craft some of them and like you know and get yourself new upgrades and new 
sort of like powers. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, overall, I, th- I think it's I think it's a lot of fun. I'm happy I bought it. Yeah, uh, I got it for. And I would rec- I would recommend it. And I got it for like a crazy discount because I had like Best Buy points. So for me, it was like thirty bucks. Not me. Wah wah. Well, then again, I I I pre-ordered mine during E3 when they were like they announced the pre-order was up or whatever. I was like, <gasps> and you got the mask too, right? The the Uber. Yeah, edition? I went. I went. To, I went to. I went right to Bethesda and ordered it. Oh shit. That's yeah, funny. I didn't order from anybody. I I went right. I I was like, yeah. How's the mask? Have that. Like the quality? Is it like uh like decent quality plastic at least? Yeah, actually, it is. Is it? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's big. It's almost like I didn't think it was going to be um like like you could probably wear it. I would <laughs> I hope so. I thought it was going to be like you know small little replica thing, but it was like when the box came, I was like, that's an awfully large box. I would wear it for uh, conference calls for work. It has little lenses in the eyepieces and everything. Nobody'd know I was wearing it either. It'd be great. It would be, <laughs> unless you just unless you did like a WebEx or something. I usually just wear my astronaut helmet instead. Well, yeah. So the mask is better than the one GameStop gave out. That was practically just an oversized sock. Oh God! Oh, GameStop gave one out. Yeah, I'll have to send you a picture of oh, it. I saw that. Something. Yeah, Charles. Uh, Charles, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> was it <laughs> I was there for Pokemon every five minutes the employee would come out and just start unloading their box of crap on us of that's awesome things they couldn't give away still free oh, stuff wow and all that. yeah what, uh, what, what was it a Corvo mask or was it the Emily mask where she kind of like puts a scarf up over her face um I believe it's the Corvo mask yeah it was oh it was just it was like a party the old uh Halloween kind of party mask where it has a little rubber band around it. You posted this to your Facebook, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I saw it. That, that's definitely... Um, I remember seeing it. I'm like, wait, what am I looking at? I'm like, oh, it's uh, it's Corvo's mask. So, yeah. Good job, GameStop. Good job, GameStop. <laughs> well done. Ugh. Speaking of GameStop and other games... Pokemon. Pokemon. Uh, so, Sun and Moon, right? Yes. Why don't you why don't you go into it since you you know the most about this kind of stuff than than us? I know the least amount about Pokemon out of the three of us right now, so which is embarrassing because you, you used to you get, you get to school me on this. Well, it's embarrassing because you used to play like Dragon Warrior and shit, and that was like very similar. Yeah, was it? Yeah, turn based RPG. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> take it away, Charles. <laughs> Oh, um, I'm still trying to figure out exactly where I want to start with this game. Uh, visually, it's beautiful. It, the Sun and Moon is based off of the Hawaii, the, the Hawaiian islands. Oh. Um, there's four four islands, and then there's an art, a fifth artificial island, which is story relevant. Um, so the big thing about Pokemon since the original was you started your game, you picked your starter, and then you went around and you beat eight gyms. Once the gyms were beaten, you went on to the Elite Four and became the champion. Uh, this game has decided to switch it up a little bit. Um, they, there are no gyms in the game. They are, are instead replaced by island challenges. Wow. Hmm. Um, That's so different. For, yeah, it was a big change, and so far I'm liking it because it's not just the same walk into a gym, beat a couple low-level trainers, take on the gym leader, you're done, move on, rinse, wash, repeat. 
um, for example, the first trial in the game as you go into a cavern and you have to find three Pokemon and beat them. Once you're done that, you can make your way to the back of the cave where you fight what they call a totem Pokemon, which is a Pokemon that's larger than its typical counterpart and it has some kind of stat buff on it, making it difficult, more difficult than the standard variety. Hmm. Once you finish those, you get what's called a Z-Crystal, which are kind of your ultimate attacks of this game. They made one Z-Crystal for every type, which brings it to 18, and then there are a few crystals that are exclusive to certain Pokemon. Of course, Pikachu has two of his own special attacks that only he can use, and there are several others for other popular Pokemon. Mm. After that, once you've... For the first island, there's one trial, and then there's the grand trial where you take on the island leader. Once you have beaten the leader, you can move on to the next island. Okay, so, so they, that's kind of like the gyms then, right? I mean, it works similarly, but it's it's different enough that it feels fresh and not it's not the same thing again. I'm glad they they did refresh it because I mean, what number of Pokemon is this for God's sakes? Oh, this is the seventh generation, and right. there's about two or three distinct games in each generation. So we're, we're, we're over 10 games. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I mean, it's, it, I know they switched up before two, um, before this one, this generation slightly, but it's nice to see that they went even further. This is the biggest leap from what the standard has been. Um, they've, they've switched it up in other ways as well, where before there were hidden machines or HMs like cut and fly and strength. Those are completely, abolished in this game there are no more permanent semi-permanent moves that you have to teach a pokemon and take up a take up an attack slot they are instead replaced by uh the poke ride function where it you you rent a pokemon and you ride on that pokemon and that pokemon fulfills the same niche that the hm would fill that way you still have all the slots on your pokemon available you're not taking up a slot with, an, with something you really don't want but need. Mm-hmm. And these rental Pokemon don't count towards the six you have on your party. Oh. So, like, the first one you get in the game is Tauros, the, the bull from the, from the original Red and Blue. You get to ride on him, and he breaks boulders, which replaces the Rock Smash HM. So. Right. I know there's a Lapras who fills in the surf function. There's a Charizard who fills in the fly function. So these are HMs, but they, they free up the player a lot to still customize their team the way they want to without feeling forced. I like that. That's actually a really good change. And it kind of ties into the whole theme of the game where Pokemon and humans help each other. And this kind of it's a real community feeling of this game so far. Now, is there multiplayer? Yes. Um, they have what's called a Festival Plaza, which is kind of its own little online communications hub where you can go on and you can train and you can battle, and that's where you help train the, the hidden stats of your Pokemon. But that's all there. In fact, they added a new mode in this game called Battle Royale, which is the first time in the series you can have a four-player fight where that's everyone's cool. fighting each other at the same time. That's very cool. And you can like pick and choose who you attack. Exactly. No, um, cool. I haven't gotten to it yet, but um, how it looks to work is you keep going 
until someone runs out of all of their Pokemon. Once the first person runs out of their Pokemon, the battle is over, and whoever KO'd the most amount of Pokemon wins. Cool. I like that. Never made for himself kind of thing. Exactly. You can team up to gang up on someone, or you can be the lone soldier. Pop quiz, Wonko. Can you take take the other uh, Pokemon trainer's Pokemon? Can you capture them? Yes. No. Wrong. I don't know. <laughs> well, you should. Wrong. Isn't it like racing cars? <laughs> I had to learn that um, the hard way. Dang it. <laughs> Waste of a Pokeball. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I've never played Pokemon. Yeah, I, it's been... Um, I went back and started playing, uh, shit, Yellow, I guess, um, recently. And it, it's been so many years since I've played Pokemon. <laughs> And it's it's kind of cool. Like I said, it reminds me of those old school turn based RPGs um, that you know we, we used to play on the Nintendo. So, hmm. but this one this one really sounds uh, you know interesting and, and and different enough that I, I I might actually pick this up. Now you you chose uh, Sun, right? Yes, I have Sun. Now why why did you choose Sun over Moon? Melissa picked Moon. Ah, smart. The significant other got the choice, and I took what was left. Well, that's what you, you got to do it, right? Oh, yes. If I had my choice, I would have picked Moon. I think the Moon Legendary looks a little better than the Sun, but I'm still going to get them both in the end anyway, so it's fine by me. Right, and, and that's you that's carry really, over? Well, yeah, You so, and you can correct me, Charles, but it's it's usually two games in a generation, and you it's the same game, but you have to get both to get all the Pokemon across the board they've made it a lot easier over the last couple generations of games pretty much going back to diamond and pearl with the beginning of fourth generation with the real onset of wi-fi capabilities on their systems um there there's a lot of trading going on online to the point now where you don't need to buy both games or know someone who has both games there's a lot more connectivity where you can Get everything that's exclusive to the other version without having to go out and drop another 40 bucks to get six Pokemon. So there's like a marketplace of some kind where you can trade? Yes. So you can either go online and search for what you want and see what people want for it, which I wouldn't recommend because people are children and want the (laughs) rarest Pokemon in the game for a Caterpie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, or you can put up one of your Pokemon and say what you want for it in return, which tends to be the quicker of the two methods because yeah, most people ask for reasonable things. Yeah, that makes sense to me. That, that's really cool. I didn't know you could do that. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I haven't found that in this game yet, so I, okay. I don't really know how that's changed, but I haven't gone looking for it quite yet either. How well does the actual online element work? I've actually had a couple battles with one of my friends up in New Jersey, um, uh, and there's there's no problem. I mean, a little bit of downtime lag, like I'm talking maybe five seconds between oh, well. when when you input your attack and when the battle actually commences. So it it's not like you're it's not like the old days where you had a link cable. You're still waiting. 30 seconds for the game to catch up with what you put in. Right. Yep. It's 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 fast enough that unless the other person is taking an unreasonable amount of time to pick their attack, things go at a steady pace. And I I know at least with the Wii U, I've never played the 3DS online, but with the Wii U, Nintendo's own 
uh, online system is kind of, I don't know, difficult Garbage. to use. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've had a lot of issues with the Wii U's online with Splatoon and with Smash Bros. Yeah, yep. Um, I've never had a problem with the Pokemon games and That's online. Great. Like I said, since the fourth generation, which came out when I was a junior in high school, which really kind of brought in the online functions until now, there really hasn't been a lot of... Im- There's been improvements, but they haven't been drastic overhauls because their their system works, and it works well. So they must have their own system running outside of Nintendo's other bubble. I think that's something Game Freak does, yeah, not Nintendo. That's smart of them because, yeah, like you said, Blanco, it's it's kind of garbage right now, and it's it's (laughs) appalling, really, in the year 2016. It's just not worth using. It's not. You're just like I, I, you know what? It's just this is just too much to know. Does it just like blow your mind though? I mean, when you have when you have like Xbox Live that's been around since what 2004, 2005, something like that. No, four. 2004, yeah. And I remember there was obvious issues back then with with that, but at least they it, it worked. You know, I remember playing. Oh shit! What was it? Mech Assault or Call of Duty mm-hmm. back then? You know, and or Halo even Halo Two. And uh, well, I mean, friggin' uh, even Sega had it for a little while, you know, for a bit with Dreamcast, like you, yeah, but they didn't have like a unified. I guess what I meant by Xbox Live is like a, an actual platform to build off of. Oh, 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 I see, okay, yeah. Sega's they had like a, a hub sort of thing, a dial up hub where you would dial in and you can, you know, do certain things, but I think it was mostly onto the games themselves, the, the developers, to make the online aspect actually work. Right, and I got it. It worked surprisingly saying, yeah. well, though. Like you said, I remember playing Quake on the Dreamcast on dial-up, and that shit worked fine. I thought I saw you play Choo Choo Rocket as well. Choo Choo Rocket, yep. I played that Which too. I, I, game still blows my freaking mind. Like, what, what is happening? Choo Choo Rocket. Yeah, it's a bizarre game. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Bizarre. And then there was the old Game Link. Game Link. Something for the uh, Genesis that you had. Oh, the X Link. X Link. Yeah, that would probably be my first. Uh, I don't know. Toe into the water of multiplayer online gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, that thing was weird. It was. It looked like a game genie, and you put the the thing inside the the Genesis and the cartridge slot, and the game would go on top, and then I plug the phone line. Phone into line the... to go into the actual <laughs> thing. Yeah, it was a modem. It was basically a modem. Uh, yeah. Fourteen, four, something like that. But nice. Yeah, that's probably what Nintendo uses now. <laughs> I, I honestly hope. I know we're we're uh, we're getting off track here, but I I really digressing. hope. What's that? Digressing too. Far. We're definitely digressing here, but I, I really hope the Switch. And you know, we we can talk about the Switch too because I think Charles has some things to say about that. Um, <laughs> after you're done talking about the Pokemon, but um, so yeah, I have a question about the the Pokemon, the the new Sun and the Moon, are. Are there actual story bases behind them, or is this just uh, more of like a way of just playing around and collecting more Pokemon to add to your like arsenal? See, that's the thing. This game so far, and I, I'm still in the very beginning of the game. I've only beaten one of the islands so far, and it's the tutorial island, so it's not very difficult or long. Um, there has been more story in this one than most of the other games. In the series. Um, wow. 
I, I've seen many people praise the story as one of the strongest in the series, which isn't really saying a whole lot because a lot of them tend to have pretty lackluster stories. X and Y was a disappointment. Uh, Black and White was really the one that kind of set the bar really high. It had a really good story to it. But this one, um, they, they made this game to be more cinematic. Um, there are actual cutscenes and it, that, that's how the game opens with a cutscene kind of trying to set things up for you a little bit and there's a lot more uh, throughout the story so they're they're trying um, can't really speak on how it's gonna turn out but so far so far it's got me cool that's good to hear I wasn't I was never really sure if there's ever any kind of like story behind them before just pretty much like you know start here get to the end you by the end you have more Pokemon to carry over to your next you know, battle. Yeah. You've never played Pokemon, have you? Nope. <laughs> yeah, they're, they've tried stories before. Um, like they really started with Gold and Silver, with that taking place right after, two years after Red and Blue as a kind of a direct sequel to it. Um, that one was really good. Black and White had an amazing story to it. If you ever want to give that a shot, I'd highly recommend it. But the rest of them were lackluster, to say the least. I got you. They were very two-dimensional villains. No one actually felt fleshed out. It was, I want to destroy the world for reasons I won't explain or reasons (laughs) that don't hold up. I just don't like people. It it seemed like it was, (laughs) in a big way, it felt like, and I can speak of this because I worked at GameStop or Software, etc. back in the day, it seemed like they were trying to sell Pokemon cards for a while there. Yes. Um, I mean, right now, at, with with the release of Sun and Moon, there are 802 Pokemon. Dear Lord. And unfortunately, I have committed them all to memory. Wow. Oh, my God. All nice. of them? Um, yes. What, what about the, uh, uh, what's the really weird looking one? Well, and, you're going to have to be a little more specific than that. I, I was yeah, going to the, be. The, <laughs> <laughs> the ones that are like number signs or something like that, they don't look like the regular Pokemons. Ah. The Unknown. They were introduced back in Gold and Silver back in 2000. Um, they are some of the worst Pokemon ever made, and they are pretty much... A, <laughs> they're a novelty, is what they are. I see. Uh, How about all the Shinies? Do you remember all the Shinies? Shinies. <laughs> uh, they, they reward you in the game. If you can catch every Pokemon in the game, with the exception of the event legendaries, right. they'll give you a, what they call a Shiny Charm, which increases your chance of finding Shinies. From one in four thousand some odd to one in two thousand some odd. Whoa. Not bad odds. <laughs> they actually got a lot better with X and Y. Previous to X and Y was one in eight thousand, and they halved it when X and Y came out. Right, I just looked up Pokemon Black and White. Why is there versions one and two of each one? That was since the onset of Pokemon. There's been three real three versions for. Each generation, there was the two that came out, so red and blue, and then there was a third version that kind of combined them. So it was red, blue, yellow, gold, silver, crystal, so on and so forth. Um, black and white was really the first one where they tried to like really make it obvious that this was a sequel that was carrying directly over from the end of the story of black and white. So there's black and white, and then there's black two and white two, which take place, I believe, two years after the events of black and white. That's like okay. Final Fantasy. 11 and 11 2 or whatever i forget what number 10 and it is. 10 2 10, thank you there you go okay i got you yeah very similar to that except a lot, lot less story <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> convoluted story 
<laughs> Gotta love Final Fantasy. Uh, they, they've made a lot of quality of life changes to these games that make it a lot more accessible to people who either this may be a first game for them or people who have just taken a break from the series for a while. There are 18 different types of Pokemon and there are many, many Pokemon that have a combination of types. So it's very difficult to remember what works against what and what will get you killed quickly. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, one mm -hmm. of the big changes they've made in this game is after you have fought a Pokemon for the first time, every subsequent time you fight them, when you pull up your list of attacks, it will tell you what is super effective, what is effective, what is not very effective. It was not very effective. I see that all the time. <laughs> in real or life. what will or just what is immune so it tells you after the first time you fought them to help people learn what types work well against what what combinations are good where that's smart that's cool i like that i mean i i think the best way to teach you know anybody of something is to you know by by doing it and seeing the results and i think that's that's great the way they can teach you to play this game and exactly and they keep it so the and they keep it so the first time you fight it, you go in blind. So you're kind of testing out what what works and what doesn't. But then it, it helps you out. And just, just in case you got completely stonewalled by this Pokemon, when you go back and fight it the second time, you're like, oh, okay, this one works better. Oh, I see. Fighting because it's a dark type. I think it's interesting, too. And this is maybe because I'm getting old. <laughs> but, you know, when you, you are. when you say this is accessible, I mean, that that's great because... Uh, it, it's great because it lets you know new people in, or like you said, people who haven't played in a while. But it also it sounds like you're you're obviously a diehard, and you think it's great still. Yes, um, I'm not one of those people who like something so much that I don't want new people to try it. That's Unfortunately, great. there are a lot of those people yes, out there. Yes, a lot of those people out there, there are. It's it's sad, uh, and actually, my I hate to say this, but my oldest and I were just having this discussion, and it was about something random. It was about like the pop cap characters the little figurines and oh, yeah i said you know well you know tell me some things you want for for christmas is that one of the things you may like if i get you like a goku or whatever and he's like no you know i kind of hate those things i'm like really you hate something like that an inanimate object you hate it the the funko pop yeah yeah the funko pops and he says he hates it because everybody everybody gets them in loot crates I'm like, could you expand on that, please? <laughs> Why? The say that, that... <laughs> God, I, I hope he doesn't listen to this. Things... <laughs> Funko pops and everything now. Well, it's just—it seems like he hates it because everybody, like everybody, jumped on the bandwagon. And I sort of get it. He's at that age. He's 14. I yeah. get it, right? But okay, sure. But on the same, and this goes back to the Pokemon thing, and and a lot of the different games, like we just talked about. Um, like Dark Souls does not hold your hand, regardless of it's one, two, three. <laughs> it doesn't hold your hand, right? F that game. So yeah, like <laughs> it somebody, sure doesn't. Somebody who's new to the series and is like, "Well, I better get the latest one because it's probably the best." They just have no idea what they're going to get themselves into. And I'll I, sum it up for you: you're dead. <laughs> you have died. You respawn. You're dead. Yeah, and it, it's you respawn. You're dead. It's great that it sounds like the new Pokemon games have like balanced that where it's like, well, it's still great for the people who love this series, but it's also fresh enough or accessible enough uh, for newcomers. So and and I mean, great. here's the bottom line about the accessibility thing. The only people who are going to complain about the game telling you what moves will work and what moves don't are the same people who don't need to use that function because they already know what it is. Sure. Of course. Yeah. 
It's not Can like you toggle it. Uh, I haven't checked yet, uh, mainly because I I I don't care. Um, so it'll be something I take a look at, but I mean, I don't think any newcomer to the series is going to look at this and say, "I don't want this." <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, I I would agree with that. I mean, I would want that if I was to play a series for the first time. Be like, oh, good. Even if it's not the first time playing the series, like you said, this has changes in it. Enough changes where it sounds like, well, they need to kind of say, this is what happens when you do this. At its heart, it's still Pokemon. And if people aren't a fan of the way Pokemon plays, they're not going to like this game because it still is Pokemon. Right. But mm-hmm. they've, they've, they've given everything enough of a new coat of paint where it feels fresh and it feels new. You're not just playing, you're not just playing the same game again with a couple new locations. It feels brand new. But still That's familiar. Kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah, because you, know, you said this, you're you're about ten games deep into the series, like that. that, that they can <laughs> past ten. It's got to be past ten that they can actually make one feel fresh again. Yeah, it shows that a lot of effort went into this one. Now there are still some problems to it. The beginning of the game. I mean, this is coming from someone who's been playing the game since '98. The, the beginning right. of the game feels very handholdy. But I mean, if, you, if you've been playing these games and you know them like the back of your hand, any tutorial is going to feel that way. Um, there are frame rate issues. Um, the game runs better on the new 3DS uh, as compared to the old that. 3DS. Uh, uh, there, there are performance changes. It's not night and day. It's not world ending. But it's the point where I saw a comparison video and I went, ooh, that's not good. Okay, so what are you rocking? You rocking the new one? Yes. And same thing with your uh, your better half. Yes. Got it. So we're doing that. Um, the frame rate really chug. Have either of you played the old game on the N sixty four Pokemon Snap? Oh God. Yes. No. The camera one. <laughs> yes. The camera yes. One. It was brutal. They have added little parts of that into this game where there are certain areas where you can take out your Pokedex, it functions like a camera, and you can take a picture of wild Pokemon in their habitat. That's cool. It's really cool, except when it runs at 20 frames per second. No. <laughs> yeah. And I you get motion sickness with the gyroscope on. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean... Now... Yeah. <laughs> to, to cut down on these frame rate problems that have been very prevalent since X and Y when it made its jump to 3D. The the stereoscopic 3D is for 99% of the game turned off. Like even if you have it on, it's not going to do anything. Mm. I what I don't understand is why during these camera sessions that's where it decided to have the 3D turn on where it's just going to make it chug even worse. Yeah. It probably drops at another 10 frames per second if you have the 3D on. It's bad. I've noticed that about other games too, though. Uh, I'm trying to think. Xenoblade, when you turn on the 3D, the frame rate does take a slight hit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's obvious It's obvious why. It's you know it's doubling the image. It's rendering it twice, if you will. I, um, I, I, it's like, yeah, I, I get why. <laughs> if it was going to run that badly, why is it in the game? Yeah, well... Hey, that, that can be said about a lot of things in games today. That's fair. This is true. We're beta testers. Although, you know, I actually never use a 3D on mine. I generally turn it off, too. 
for any game because just because you know yeah uh, if I have the older one so if you don't if you're not right dead on it then you don't really notice the 3D oh yeah it doesn't track your eyes like the new one no and it uh, and it just eats the battery so I'm like eh, screw this oh yeah it'll drain it yep interesting so I ignore it and so I hear you have thoughts on the switch um I have some a lot, yes. <laughs> I have some, um, I have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited for it. Um, just from the way it looked, everything looked fine, except for Zelda running at a terrible frame rate in that trailer. Thank you. Um, Mention that. That. Ooh, that was very shaky. I, I, feel a, I feel better because that was the only one that did that. I read more it about was. that, actually. And it apparently... Um, a lot of the stuff we saw running on the screen wasn't actually running on the screen of the Switch. It was like there was a moment during the Mario section where that was very apparent, where there was the corner of the screen on the woman's arm. Right. Yeah. Now apparently the Zelda clip they used was from an earlier build from E3, and then at E3 it did the exact same thing on the actual uh, Wii U. So that might. God, be I hope footage. so. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's old footage so I can feel a little better about this because the game is being delayed again. Or I, I shouldn't say again. I was assuming it was coming out as a launch title. And we then all there did. are rumors coming out that it's not. Yeah, I mean, shame on us, I guess, for not waiting for the actual official thing. But Nintendo doesn't ever officially say anything. So. No. <laughs> yeah. They're like Apple. We have to kind of grasp at the straws we get. Now, speaking of grasping at straws, and I was doing this very heavily yesterday. Uh, Doomy, you you were talking to me about this a little bit. Um, a, a very interesting rumor came out when a lot of these N, uh, almost said NX when these Switch rumors came out. Um, along with that was a list of year one titles, and on that list was a Pokemon game. Yeah, and everyone thought that it was going to be Sun and Moon on the Switch, which I wasn't really jumping on that train. Because there was one other game I felt that would have been a better fit um, was Pokémon Tournament for the Wii U. Uh. That came out in arcades over in Japan. Uh, has recently received three DLC characters over the last couple of months that have not made it to the home system, Japan or elsewhere. And there's going to be one mm. more. Um, but there's been no announcement of these coming to the Wii U version, so I had assumed that this Pokemon game was going to be an enhanced port with these four DLC characters in. However, that theory seems to be shot to shit as of yesterday. Oh. <laughs> which is fine, because I'm also digging the rumor that came out yesterday. Uh, Pokemon Stars, which is going to be the third title in this generation, but it's going to make its debut on the Switch Ooh. with HD graphics. Um, along with that report, they said we've actually already seen a little bit of this. Uh, back in the announcement trailer for Sun and Moon, it was shown a um, uh, computer engineer was working on um, the, a model for a Pokemon Picky Peck, the new bird Pokemon. Okay. Um, they said that they were making that model for the Switch version. That was actually an HD model, not the model they used for the 3DS. Picky Peck. Interesting. Turns into a giant toucan. And I'm not happy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> why are you not happy about that? More for the metagame aspect of it. Um, I, Doomy, I kind of explained this to you, and I hope I didn't go way over your head with this. With uh, It's called Two Cannon. It has an ability called Sheer Force. Yes. 
it cannot use that ability well, and I'm very unhappy about that because I had a Nido King that used sheer force for the Generation Six games, and it used it to its fullest extent. That's and it right. Was beautiful. You were excited and because you thought this one would do the same thing, right? But now it it it's it won't. It won't uh. because what sheer force boils down to is if an, if an attack has a secondary effect, for example causes damage, but also may cause paralysis. Sheer mm-hmm. Force drops that secondary effect and makes the move 30% stronger. Now, there's also an item in the game called the Life Orb, which will boost your attack an additional 33%, but it will cause you damage every turn. Okay. Sheer Force negated the damage it dealt you every turn, so it, you only got the buff for the attack. Like 66% extra damage? Exactly. Damn. Uh, that's Nido what King I thought I read. used but, yeah. that absolutely beautifully, and it was a monster to be dealt with. Tucanon has maybe two attacks that have a secondary ability out of uh, everything it could possibly learn. Oh, wow. It, so I was very disappointed, and it's the only <laughs> Pokemon in this generation that has the ability Sheer Force. So I wonder if they did that on purpose so you couldn't double buff. More than likely. And I'm mad that they caught on. That sucks. <laughs> you know what? That, I hate when they do that shit. That seems like such a Destiny thing to do. Oh, it's just us waiting. Fucking Bungie. Those motherfuckers. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm, not, I'm not bitter. It's cool. Bungie's reached through to Pokemon now. How did they do it? <laughs> Now, as far as the metagame and the competitive scene goes, this generation is going to be very interesting just because a lot of the new Pokemon, of the 81 new Pokemon they added in, maybe 10 of them have a decent speed stat. The rest of them are slow as all hell. And there are only, of the 801, there are only 311 legal Pokemon for competitions. So less than half. What? Huh. So and why do they do that? I mean, is it because of a, you know, like a... They, they want people to experiment. They want to force oh. people to break out of their comfort zones and, uh. and try to come up with some new nutty shit to use on their teams. Hmm. And I'm very interested to see what the first competition brings, just to see where people's minds are at. And there's going to be some combination that's going to come out that nobody saw coming and it's going to sweep the metagame by storm i just have no idea what that's going to be yet Hmm. interesting it'll be an interesting year for sure yeah you know um i was just cleaning off my my bookcases to put all my my uh my old games like my 360 my ps3 ds 3ds ps4 xbox one etc onto my (laughs) one bookcase that we have it's like a ikea billy bookcase or whatever and you know i said oh everything fits this is great and i'm like wait a minute i have to think into the future here at least three months ahead (laughs) or or, you know a couple months ahead here because it wasn't march that's we're gonna have uh the switch yep d-day now (laughs) d-day yeah (laughs) unless something happens and it gets moved so going back to the switch um i actually read a really negative article from digital trends Oh. Yeah, uh, and the, the guy was basically saying that, you know, the Nintendo Switch is everything wrong with the gaming industry in terms of hype. How Nintendo overhyped with a really short trailer, not really telling us a damn thing. What do you guys think about that? Like, 
that how angle. can you drum up an unnecessary level of hype in three minutes that, exactly especially when you're very too. clearly communicating what this system can do there was no well what if this what if this what if this you saw very obviously what this system could do i feel any hype it's earned any hype it's generated is earned or it's built up by the the media by itself which they that's do all the Nintendo's time fault. that's not yeah, Nintendo's uh, fault at all that's that's but, typical media for, for these days you know what i mean sure you know and over hype or under hype or i should say over hyper you know like whatever like nintendo wants that in general like sure that why would you why would you put out a trailer and be like oh i hope it gets i hope it gets lukewarm or yeah don't don't get too excited everybody but i hope no one i hope no one gets real excited and make know, sure everybody's sitting it. down <laughs> everyone wants to put their best foot forward and i feel nintendo yeah. did with that trailer yeah but just showing everything what it, what it can do for me i was like up out of my chair yeah because i was kind of i was kind of done with nintendo you know, console-wise and all, because I didn't like the Wii, and the Wii U held nothing for me at all. So oh, yeah. This was, it's the first time in a w- long time that I was like, oh, this looks awful. Well, it's because it's simple. Yeah. That's simple, the biggest thing. It's, but it, it's simple, but it's, it's, it's not just that. For me, it's like, oh, my God, the controller looks like a real friggin' controller this time. Yeah. The, the button placement is where I'd expect the buttons to be. And what I'm very interested to see is if they're going to have alterations to the Joy-Cons. They've kind of hinted towards that already with their announcement of the January event. But I think we're going to see some mix and matching, I guess is kind of the word I want to say, with where things are located for people who have different preferences. And from what I said, they're I don't want to use the word cheap, but that's about the only word I can think of at the moment the the joy-con things uh, that slide off they they are cheap they i saw them compared to the nunchuck accessory for the wii mm. um and and if that's the case and if they're that cheap i i don't see a reason why we can't see some you, cool different iterations i guess do you mean like cheap as an in inexpensive or cheap as in build quality yes <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh-huh. i don't like that idea um, like, obviously, I, I mean, the joke is it's made by Nintendo. It's fine. Right. My, my better half has dropped her DS off the hood of her car, and the thing trucked along just fine, where if I did that to my Vita, I'd be replacing my Vita. Yeah, there's a screen, um, the screen would explode. Oh, my it, God, yeah. My screen exploded in my pocket because I sat down. The, oh, yes. That um, sucks. So I, I don't think they're going to be, like, very high-end... But, I mean, they're going to be well-made. They're going to be well-made because Nintendo doesn't tend to really half-ass a lot of things. When it comes to build quality, I would say they don't. Even the nunchuck, uh, which is a very basic thing, it has a decent feel to it. Even, like, the thumbstick itself. Yeah. I got to tell you, man, half the friggin' PS4 and Xbox One controllers I get have issues with the thumbsticks. They have a weird oh, my, I've zone. shredded my I've shredded my left thumbstick on both of my PS4 controllers. I've shredded I don't even mine know what I too. Did. Yep. Um, yeah, but I, I replaced mine. They click like if I went out right now and bought a new 360 Xbox 360 wired controller because you can still buy them. I guarantee you it's going to have something wrong with the thumbsticks. But when I I look at my my launch 
um, controllers from the 360 back in 2005, they were perfect. Like, quality control and controllers took a shit nosedive, if you ask me. So, I don't know. I think Nintendo will be fine with what they get, whatever they put out. I trust their build quality. Yeah, I mean, their the game pads lasted for five years, so if if they if they can make their tablets survive for five years without any major problems, I I don't see a reason why the the Switch will have any problems. I love the idea of this because it's it's all about utility for me these days. You know, with my Pi Station thing that I built, I wanted to be able to do multiple things, not just be plugged into a TV, right? Yeah, and with the the Nintendo Switch, like you said, if they can swap out the different sides, what if you have a fishing game, and you have like a trackpad instead of uh, the stick, or or some kind of like, you know, specific thing for a game you bought that ships with the game? I think that's outstanding. I, we'll I was thinking something along those lines as well because it's a Nintendo console. It's inevitable that this console is eventually going to have a Super Smash Brothers game. Oh yeah, and more buttons. Not so much more, well, possibly. But the biggest thing that goes along with Smash Bros. is the GameCube. And the possibility of maybe having GameCube Joy-Cons. Oh, yeah, the, the layout. Like, the wow. Ex- I don't, exactly. I don't know how they'd fit it, but... But if, yeah. they could, if they could swing something like that, I think that would make a lot of people happy. Not only that, but if third parties obviously will hop on this and they make their own... We could see ones that are easier, easily held, or more easily held. Like I, I know my Vita. I have a hard time holding the damn thing because I so have tiny. bigger hands. Yeah, had to get that uh, handle thing, which I have, but it's still not. You know what I mean? It's still not great. It's not how I'd er- not ergonomically would hold my controller. No, but it helps. It helps. Yeah. So I mean, I have a hard time with my 3DS. And after a while, I'm like, ah, oh, my hands. Yeah, I, honestly, everything I wanted from the Switch, it sounds like we're going to get, at least from what I've seen. Like, I really wanted Nintendo to focus on a handheld uh, that would surpass both their Wii line and their actual DS line. And that, it, to me, it, they say it's not going to replace the 3DS. They say I, that every generation. Exactly. And I honestly we're think... Not, once this sells better right. than one of the two of their systems, it's replacing it. And it's but they don't want people to get worried yet that their system is going to be soon a dust collector. Right. But I think it's perfect for them to, to go on those lines because now they've taken themselves outside of the competition of the PS4 and Xbox One. They really have. Uh, it's not the same thing. It's completely different. It's more of a handheld in my mind. Yes. But Nintendo's handheld division is simply amazing. The, the, the quality of games that are on the 3DS is really really good and they range from fighting games to strategy games to everything your your heart could desire is on that um and and the idea of having all of their teams working on one unified platform does a little more than just get me giddy yeah yeah yep 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 and i i think i read some news that a lot of the different companies right now the developers are kind of up in the air about doing cross-platform. And Charles, you and I have discussed this, and I think you're on the opposite side of the fence than me, but I honestly think that the developers don't need to make the exact replica of what's going to be on the Xbox One and PS4. I think it's going to be hard based on 
specs, number one, because the, the new Xbox One will be out next year and the, the PS4 Pro just came out. And I don't think that the Switch, I haven't seen specs, obviously, but judging from what I know from handhelds and, and tablets and mobile processing power, I don't think it's going to hold a candle towards what the, the new consoles have. So I think it's going to be hard to do a cross-platform. You'll get like a, a watered-down port. Why even bother? Just make a specific game for uh, the Switch. And I think they can totally do it. People do not buy Nintendo to play Call of Duty. People don't buy Nintendo <laughs> to play <laughs> Mass Effect, to play Dishonored. They, they, they buy Nintendo to play Nintendo. Um, Nintendo has very largely coasted off of their first-party games for the last two generations of consoles. Which is a problem. It very much is a problem. Now, everyone has seen that giant list of third-party developers that the Switch has, yes, which, which, is, which is great. What we're going to have to see is this time next year, how many of those names are still on the list? I was just going to say that. It's like, yeah. How many will hold on? Because... Of but course, once thing. I saw the trailer and I saw that list, I was on Cloud9. Look at all these people who were developing for yeah. this. And then I had my friends drag me back down to Earth and say the Wii U had the same list. They did. Yep. I was just going to say that. And, and not only the Wii U, I believe the Wii even had a, a list of developers that, that was like, you know, uh, you know, the Crytek engine is on here and everything. It's like, well, how the hell is that going to work? <laughs> you know? I don't want to see inferior ports on the system. I'm 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 very yep. much with you on that. It's like the whole Force Unleashed thing. Do either of you remember that? Which one was it? Star no. Wars: The Force Unleashed when that came out. I remember the game, but I don't remember. The, was there a bad port for a something? Whole, it was an entirely different game. Like they weren't even the same, and it was a it, it was it was bad. I I played the Wii one. I, I played it from start to finish. It, it it was fun, but then I got my hands on the 360 version and. Ooh, that Wii one was garbage. Yeah, yeah. my my Wii, we we basically got it from Mario Kart. <laughs> so uh, right, which is a first yeah, party. Yeah, any any other game thing. was bought and played for the PS3. And now, do you think that Nintendo is? I mean, I mean, obviously they want to be optimistic and they want everybody else to be optimistic. But do you think they're being overly optimistic with that list? I don't think so right now. I think it's more of them stating a fact than being optimistic. That they're stating, they're not saying, they're not trying to say our system is has parity with the other two systems. I think they're just very bluntly saying, we have these developers right now working with us. Right. Yeah, and honestly... I, that's a great. That's a great word and way to put it. Parity. Um, Nintendo has always said that they're not in competition with Sony or Microsoft. They've always said that. For the past two generations, they've said that's that. That's also because they couldn't be in competition. Well, the thing is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what a company says. It's about perception, and it's about the end user's perception. Um, so I really think with how the Switch, utility-wise, is the way it is, it's it's more of a handheld. I really think they've done a smart thing by doing it this way. It's really different. It's way different than the PS4 and the Vita combined saying, oh, look, you can do remote play on the Vita, which, by the way, runs like ass. Absolutely <laughs> does. So, you know, and I don't have a tablet that'll run the the Xbox One remote play, but 
I assume it would be the same ass thing. <laughs> and I, I, I got to tell you, I run a, a really decent router. I, my router is an Asus router. It's a gaming router. Um, I get 120 down outside in. And in my internal network, obviously, the sky's the limit. Or my, I should say, my Cat5 and, and Wi-Fi is the limit. But um, it still runs like shit. There's no, there's no reason for that. There's plenty of bandwidth. <laughs> so I, I think it, it, the Switch is different enough where... As a gamer myself and you guys, the perception is different, and I, I really think they've they won't have the parity issue with this thing. I didn't watch the trailer and look at it and say, "Oh, cool, it's my new Call of Duty box." I <laughs> yeah. I I looked at it and said, "I can't wait to see Mario on this. Can't wait to see Zelda on this. Yeah. I can't. I'm I'm buying it for Nintendo, for all of those third-party games that come to it." I will probably buy a good deal of them. Like Skyrim, I may have just bought it for the Xbox One. I'll absolutely buy that again to play that on the go. There's no question about that yeah. for me. Um, now, were you breathing into a bag when you're watching the trailer? <laughs> Are you going to judge me if I say I, yes? I, <laughs> I feel like all of us were, though. Honestly, I really do. It, we've been we've been harsh on Nintendo this past. I think they've, they've earned that the these past couple of years. They, as much as I yeah. love Nintendo, uh, and I love the games on the Wii U, I played the hell out of mine. It was a disappointment. That's the thing I, I, I say to, to Blanco all the time. You know, I, I like the games that I have for the Wii U. There's just not many of yes. them. Yes. That's and, a problem. And all the ones yes. you have are first party. Yeah. For the most part. It's very true. I did hear... I don't know what Xenoblade. Is Xenoblade first party? Mm, no, but... I don't know. It... That might be my only non-first party for the Wii U. Did Did you play Zombie U? I have it. Yep. What did you... Great game. Great, yeah, I'm in agreement. I feel that, you, that used the gamepad to its fullest capabilities, and then Absolutely. we never saw anything like that again. <laughs> I, I know you know it's it's a lot like the ps4 touchpad yes you know they put this damn thing on here uh and i understand that you know you, when you're working on multi-platform titles it's difficult to you know make something special on one one console versus the other but that damn thing should be a like a uh trackpad on any game that has a map system should be anything other than a start button it's ridiculous that it that it doesn't do more than that, and it the fact that it's still on the pro controller. <laughs> oh, is it? I haven't taken a look at that yet. Yeah, I mean, it's still obviously it's still there. I mean, because you want to have legacy built in uh, still. Uh, um, do you I gotta interrupt you real quick. Xenoblade Chronicles X that you have. Yeah. It is first party. Is it? Nintendo published it. Nintendo uh, published it. Yes, Nintendo. Um, they actually had a, um, a character from the previous Xenoblade game in Smash as a first-party character. That's awesome. Oh, neat. You know, that game is so daunting to me. I never finished it. <laughs> I got a lot of shit on I your just, head. I, I play it, and I'm like, what do I do? There's so much. Say, there's shit everywhere so on, the, on the screen. Yeah, it was very yeah. overwhelming. I got most of the way through the game. I, could, I couldn't finish it. I got, I got stuck. They made you. They made you oh, rely so much on the skills, and then they throw you at a mission yeah. that you can't use your skell. And I'm like, oh, I forget how to play the game now. 
you know, Final Fantasy is good for that too. They would remove characters from your party mm -hmm. that you mm -hmm. built up. And they're like, okay, you're in an elevator now. By the way, you can't reach those people because you don't have any guys that have projectile attacks. Good all luck. I can, all I can it's think of is Seven and the and the time when they stick you with Eris. And let's be honest, who used Eris? And and like, yeah, and that was seriously. the problem. I loved her dialogue too when you didn't pick her. She's like, oh, well, that was surprising. <laughs> it's like, no, it wasn't. Not for me. <laughs> the first time I played through that game, like, I don't think I ever finished that playthrough because I got to the part, I got to the temple and I couldn't finish it. Oh man, yeah. Such a good oh, game. I went back and I finished I it another time. It. Wonderful game. Yeah. Outstanding. And I, I'm looking forward to the uh, the remaster, but again, I'm, I'm scared. I'm worried because it's not it's not turn-based anymore. They're making an action RPG and that's not what that's it's not what Kingdom the game Oh. That's exactly what I don't want. That's exactly what I don't want. <laughs> Maybe that scene of action was just a one-time thing. I doubt it, but I'm trying. No, I doubt it. It makes sense for them to do this, though, because action RPGs are on the up-and-coming. Well, not even up-and-coming. They're here. They've been here. Um, and they've kind of left the whole turn-based thing behind. Now, and I, I get it, but... I don't know if I'm going to like that. I will say for anyone who's looking for a good turn-based old-school square RPG, Bravely Default. Oh, yeah. You have that, Monko. No, that was a game I've been like stalking on freaking uh, Amazon, but it's always like 50 bucks. I'm like, ah! Oh, just buy it. It's $50. You will not regret that purchase. Yeah. Guaranteed. They put a sequel out, too, recently. Bravely Second. It's not as yeah. good. And I heard great things about that Apparently as well. It's not as good. Yeah, I, I heard it was good, but I heard it wasn't as, as good. But I, I can't say because I didn't play it. So There there were some great twists in Bravely Default as far as the story goes. Yeah. It it was it was a very, very good game. One of the few games I've actually ever gone back and played a second time. Can you buy this yes. digitally? Why don't you... Blanco, just buy the dancing digitally. <laughs> Well, fifty bucks is fifty bucks, or I have it physically or digitally. Forty? Oh, you're no, it's forty bucks if you buy it digitally. Oh, ten dollars. Well, I'm just saying that's that's MSRP. What do you better expect? than sixty? <laughs> I want a good yeah. sale on it. Damn it! You should just buy the. You should just digitally buy it. I I prefer digital these days on on handhelds. I can't stand popping things in and out. Like my Vita is mostly digital games. I, I was checking out my. I told you I was reorganizing my my bookcase. I was checking out my my Vita cases, and I have like three. I'm like, I thought I had more games. They're all digital. Did either of you hear the expanded upon rumor for the Mario game for the Switch about um, it being confirmed that it is a 3D Mario title? I I heard that, but I. I I just already assumed that from what it, we it saw. was nice to have a little confirmation, but they also said something else that it's co-op. Hmm, kind of like uh, Mario 3D World. I'm guessing similar to that vein, and to have a 3D Mario game that's co-op that looks to be running along the same veins as 64 and Sunshine, I could really get into that myself. Blanco, would you like to tell us what you how you feel about Nintendo Sunshine or uh, Mario Sunshine? That the squirt gun one? Yeah. That's the squirt gun one, yeah. Good God, did I hate that game. 
See, that's actually my favorite 3D Mario game. Uh, I, I, I can't describe how much. I'd rather, you know what? I'd rather play Dark Souls. When was the last time you played Sunshine? Um, when did it come out? 2000s? 2002, <laughs> I think. <laughs> oh, probably 2003. That's... He was more bitter back then. <laughs> That's when I played it, and I couldn't get into it either. I went back to it about 10 years later and loved every minute of it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Now, the 64 version, did you play that after you played Sunshine? Oh, no. 64 was my first game I ever played. Oh, okay. Wow. First yes, I, my first system was an N64. I got it when I was about four years old. Wow. Yeah, I jumped on a little late. How old are you? <laughs> Apparently not old enough. That, 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 was, that, was no, my, no. that was the reason why I said wow. I was like, wow. I, Jesus Christ. Hold on. I, I got my mom to sign the permission slip to be on the podcast, okay? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You just, you just made me feel really old. That's all right, though. All right. So my introduction to Mario was 64. Uh, just I never really actually sat down and played the classics until just recently when I went out and got the NES Classic. Oh, wow. Okay, you got, so you, got a you actually have it. Oh, yeah. I was at GameStop 8 o'clock in the morning. Good man. I was second too, in line. They already had a sign up it. that said sold out. You know, I could have made you one. <laughs> and it could have had every game on it from... 2000 previous <laughs> I know <laughs> from all consoles that's what my friends keep telling me as well I got it more for the novelty's sake sure no I hear It'll you there'll be more it's out very cool. eventually I'm not like you know December 12th Walmart online will have uh, that entire week they will have some every day that's what I heard too that's cool and there will be another shipment to GameStop sometime in December before Christmas time now the price point what was it 59.99 yes yeah, now, so. do you feel that is is a perfect price point or too high or too low? That's hard to say. It really depends. For you personally? I wouldn't have minded spending less, but I was okay with spending the $60. Yeah. I, I've seen it go obviously crazy since it's hard to get right now. But people are actually spending the money. I, I read an article saying that uh, or maybe you told me eBay was selling them. Oh my God! Yeah, hand over fist between five hundred and a thousand dollars. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> who would pay that? And and I mean, you could go and buy the original with those thirty games. Nostalgia is a very powerful thing. But that's the thing to me, though. Like nostalgia would mean, would mean that you can go out and buy the original and play the original thing. To me, that's nostalgia. I mean. There you go with that common sense thing again. I know. <laughs> I got to stop with that shit. We keep telling you. <sighs> anyway, uh, I think it's really cool. I just wish they had had an expandable bay for like more games in the future. They kind of shot themselves in the foot with that. Yeah, just limiting it to the 30 games and that's all you've got. And they, they actually welded, or not welded, but soldered the chip on the, the board, the PCB. So you you can't even... There's no way to expand. Uh, there was one thing that really annoyed me. Um, when you opened it up, there was a poster inside, like one of those retro NES advertisement posters. Oh, and, neat. and on the poster, it had the game cartridges for Duck Hunt and, and another game 
that's not on the system. Was it another Lycon game? Um, no, I believe it was like an 8-1 All-Star Classic game. I can't believe that was even included. That's interesting. It, but it, why are you putting those two games that aren't in the system on the poster you're packaging with the system? That sounds like someone got fired that day. Well, because that's was, really weird. <laughs> was it a reprint of the original poster that came with the Nintendo system? It very well be. I'm going to have to oh. defer to the older people in the audience. So I, I can't because I can't. I know he I just remember. called us old. Yeah, well, I can't remember what, what mine came with. I mean, the box was the box was enormous, but <laughs> um, I wish I still had the box. I say I think it had a poster in there, and it might have been the same. It might be a reprint of that poster. So even wait, let me ask you this: games, it might have just been there for like just to further the nostalgia. Well, let me ask you this: Did it have? What did it have? Um, did it have the little like robot on it? Yes, Rob was on the box. Or not on the poster, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what? It was a reprint from the original. Totally. Still annoyed me mildly it. as someone who didn't have it back then. Because <laughs> I would have loved to play Duck you, Hunt. Have I ever showed you my 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 closet of wonder? Yes. <laughs> <That's> so creepy. <laughs> I I walked into your closet and I was in awe. Yeah, it's uh, it's been you know growing. The things I, I need another bookcase in here, quite honestly. Get another bookcase in there. Um, I I I had to move my guitar amp out, <laughs> and then I can I can fit another <laughs> bookcase. But uh, it needs to be done at this point, quite honestly. But uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you're the one who gave me this uh, SD TV. I'm glad someone put it to use. Yeah, man, I still use it for all my old classic shit. It's great. Good. Still working well? Yeah, honestly. You know, these things tend to... The things that break on these things, you know, they get burned in or the, the speakers go or, you know, the colors start to bleed, but this one seems to be going strong. Good, good. Right on. So I think... Uh, I, I honestly think I, I have covered everything I, I can think of for this show. Um, but I think we should have you on again. Absolutely. Absolutely. I be very happy to um yeah, when that switch stuff comes out i'll yep. talk for about three hours if you let me sure what was that the first the first time you're on the show is free but after that you have to pay us uh, how much are we talking we'll figure it out oh lovely <laughs> you have to pay us in pokemon oh that i can do <laughs> <laughs> well they have um they, they released an app for the DS called PokeBank, which gave you 100 more boxes to store Pokemon in, but they were stored in the cloud, so you could transfer okay. them from game to game. Oh. I have every Pokemon sitting in my bank right now, but before Sun and Moon came out, no one, does, no one thought to make it compatible with the bank, so now I have to wait till January for the update to come out, so I have all of these Pokemon waiting to finish my Pokedex. That's crazy. And can you sell those on like eBay? Um, I don't think so. Just because it's tied to your Nintendo uh, account. Oh, that's just like people selling uh, PT with their consoles. They had to sell their entire account. Oh, that was ridiculous. Oh, but yes, just yeah. like that. I still have mine. I, I don't. I'm mad. Uh, yeah, I got the Pro, and I was like, you know what? I'm not even buying the damn thing if I can't back this up. 
And I, I, I was able to back it up, thank God. So I still have it. Nice. Yeah. All right, Blanco, why don't you play us out? All right. Are you out there playing Pokemon Sun and Moon? What do you guys think of the game? You having fun? Or as the Switch news has been coming out, do you still feel the same about uh, the Switch as when it came to the reveal? Or are you feeling a little different now? Let us know. Head over to our website, homebazooka.com. There you can find links to our Facebook page and Twitter accounts. And there you can leave us a comment. And we can get back to you. You can also find me on Super Podcast of Magnifico with Juan Dejo plug. and the Amazing Squirrel. Hey. Also remember to check out our friends like Paul's Man, who does stuff like that podcast, also on iTunes. And also Dr. Flux at drflux.com. Charles, I wanted to say thank you for joining us. Yeah, anytime. And for bringing much-needed Pokemon info that I had zero of. Almost didn't hear the sarcasm. <laughs> That's oh, just no. him. That's just it, Blanco. I, I, unfortunately, <laughs> that I, everything I say has sarcasm. It's Plays just a Catholic school thing. I'm not really sure. I thought that was a passive aggressiveness that was in your voice. Uh, no, no, that, that's not. That's, that's a different thing. That's for mom that, and dad, that, probably. That, that's a whole different uh, <laughs> therapy session. Gotcha. <laughs> but we want to have you. You know, come on again. That'd be a lot of fun. Absolutely, I'd love to. Yeah, do you have anything you want to plug or anything? No, no, I don't have anything like that. <laughs> All right, just checking. Just in case. You got a website. People find you Chows.com. Oh, yeah. Now, this will be my breakout. Sweet. Here it is. Uh, we made him big. We made him famous, everybody. And he'll this day. never talk to us again. <laughs> All right, well. Until next time, say bye, Doomy. Goodbye. Mario! <laughs> <laughs>